Turn it off? Mm-hmm. No, turn it down. It's enough. Is that enough? Are you going to do that? I got to do it. Okay, welcome to another episode of Sweet Gravy with Carmen and Kirk. Hello. Hola, como esta? So, how's it going? Good, good. Yeah? Yeah, it's going great. Hot! It's hot! We might be a little short today because <laughs> it's hot! And uh, the, we can't really run the microphone because we're cheap in our apartment because it's too loud. It's air conditioning. And you can hear it. You also shh. Yeah. Yeah, but we need that. Stop. Shit. Okay, my bad. <laughs> we need that air yeah. conditioner. I can't believe we lived here for two summers. Two summers without it? Yeah. Oh, man. Hot. Yeah, I feel like this summer is hotter, though. It's hot. <laughs> I can't stand it. I'm already sweating already. Man. Yeah, I feel like this summer is a bit more aggressive. But you know what? We. We just bought a car. Mm-hmm. And the car doesn't have air conditioning. I was like, man. Kirk, oh, have to oh do no. That. It's going to be cold. When are you... In pl- the house. But in the car, it's going to be hot. Yeah, but you can roll the windows down. <sighs> it don't matter. You know what I saw at Walgreens? What? That you can get? Mm-hmm. You can get um little fans that mount straight to your... uh. Right to the vent, and it blow on your face. No way. Yeah. They have little ones. They have little fans where you can mount on the side of a desk, at work, in a car, everywhere. hmm So, that might be a little helpful for a day, or how? when do you plan on getting it, taking it to get fixed? Uh, Talking to the mechanic, man. He said maybe middle of next week. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you're going to have to get one of those. I'll get you a fan. I'll be sweat boy. I can go out later and get you a fan. Or... Oh, what's that dude doing? I don't know. He's sweat boy. Yeah. He got the sweats. You might have to bring an extra pair of underwear to I work. I can bring three pairs of underwear. <laughs> <laughs> one for the drive to work, one for work, and one for the drive home. Yeah. Woo. Chap it. Chip it. Chap it. Chap it. No, on the way home, it won't be that bad. Yes, it will. No. It's still 90 degrees at midnight. Yeah, but the sun is down. Mm-mm. It's not as bad. Doesn't matter. And you still wet and moist from down there? Shh. <laughs> I can't handle it. It's too hot. <laughs> yeah. It sucks. Mm-hmm. That's why I say I'm okay with having all seasons. Yeah. Like, I don't want to be I, hot all year was, round. If it was winter all year, no. If it was fall all year round, I'd love it. That's... That's my type of the year. Yeah. You know, because whenever it's spring, my allergies get bad. But in the fall, it rains so much. No. Spring, yeah. it rains. No. Fall doesn't rain. It rains all the time here. Yeah. In the wintertime, it snow and rain right behind it. Yeah. This year hasn't been that bad, though. No, not as, not as bad. It was really not bad last year. Really. Yeah. Oh, it is hot. But it's hot. 
you asked me to take a walk with you. Yeah. And I didn't want to go. I know. I had to make you. I said, no, we're taking a walk. I went to Jersey Mike's, and I was <sighs> standing outside, and it was so fucking hot. Mm-hmm. And then when you were like, do you want to go for a walk? And I could feel the air conditioning. Yeah. And I, and you want me to go out there? Like, you want me to go out there again? <laughs> in like, the heat oh, again? No, we got to go out in the heat. Yeah. Again. But we needed the air conditioner. I know that the there was a last, uh, last summer, basically I would uh, just I'd go out to like a bar or something. Yeah. So I could, you know, just get some air conditioning. Mm-hmm. And that was all right. No, I was working during the day. And, but this year, it's not like that. You want to go out to get, grab a drink or something and go hang out? You can't because you're going to be outside still. Yep. And I'm sweaty just not doing anything and being outside. I mean, uh, there's a couple beers, a uh, couple bars open where you can go inside. But, like, for example, the Commercial Street Pub, you their max is 25 people. Mm-hmm. So after that, no one else can get in. Right. So the bars downtown are extremely packed right, right now because of the capacity. Compacity. So you could go out to a bar and be inside and maybe get some air conditioning, but you may have to stand outside for 40 minutes to get into no, I just don't I don't have that desire to do that anymore. I'm saying I don't even want to. I'm saying you were saying No, I know before, I could. Before the air conditioner, right. you would go but to the bar. But now we have just, that. Right. Yeah. I've got no desire. I don't want to go anywhere. Yeah. I just kind of just if I could at this moment in my life just do nothing, it'd be great. It would be awesome if you, if you could just get away with, uh, you know, you don't got to go to work anymore. You don't have to go out to eat anymore. Well, I'll tell you this much. If we hit the lottery Lockdown for or life. we hit the lottery, uh-huh. we're going to live in a nice area. Mm-hmm. And we're going to be part of a country club. Yeah, I'd like to join a country club. Okay. Yeah, I'd like to join a country don't do that. <laughs> I'd like to join a country club. Because they got golf there. Mm-hmm. And I I always wanted to learn how to play golf. Mm-hmm. And I never did. Uh, in fact, one, one of my birthdays was supposed to be private golf lessons, I think. Mm-hmm. But they never, because my favorite movie is, uh, my favorite James Bond movie is Goldfinger. Mm-hmm. And there's a scene in there where they play golf, and I thought that that was so cool. And I was like, man, I got to play some golf. I got to get in this golf game. Well, I think a country club for us would be nice because um, wherever we went, we most likely still wouldn't be in a state with either family member, either parent. We still won't have family around us, most likely. Mm-hmm. Oh, so we're gonna get the old old people that are at the country club and like have them as surrogate parents? No, be like hi, no, that- <laughs> hi, hi, Daddy Rufus. No, that's not what I'm saying. What uh, I'm saying hi, is hi. on the holidays, you they prepare big ass meals. Oh, so you can go there on the holidays if you're you don't if especially if you don't have family. Yeah, you can go there. It's and like, you start meeting buddies there and you spend the holidays the, with them. 
Where are you going to go for the holidays? Well, the country club. Going to the country club. They got a pretty good spread. Yeah, but yeah, a they lot. Got all the, but when the I worked there, the everybody came for all the holidays. Even if they had it at their house, they still swung by there to get, get that fucking... To go get it? Hell yeah. Oh, no. They got prime rib typically for like Thanksgiving. They do prime rib, turkey, all the fixings. I used to I used to work for UPS, and the start of peak season was always on Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. So you had to be there Thanksgiving night, and none of my extended family lived in Louisville, so my parents would always leave and go see their parents for Thanksgiving, and I'd be at home mm-hmm. all by myself. All by myself. And one time, my friend Ian came over, and he said, you know what, I'm going to see Kirk before he goes to work on Thanksgiving. See what he's eating. And he came over. And I was making fried rice. <laughs> and he said fried rice on Thanksgiving. And I said, yeah. And he said, that's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, I went to his house maybe the year after that. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, I got food poisoning. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know if it was from his family's food. Uh, it could have been the the fried rice that I made that year before I went there. Could have been that, but you know mm-hmm. who knows. But that was also a, a, it was nice to be um, in you know you know treated as a as a group uh, at that time. Mm-hmm. You know that was fun, but mm-hmm. food poisoning. I only had it twice. I had it once in Santa Monica. Oh, you feel like shit for a good day. Yeah, that's a good. At least eighteen hours. Mm-hmm. <laughs> At least eighteen hours, and I was, uh, I was in a a shared room. I was like sleeping in some bunk beds, and I had food poisoning. And I th- threw up. I was in a hostel, and I threw up on the top bunk, and it was like so much, and. It was bleeding down to the bed below me, and I had to go. I had to go to the front desk, and I had to say, "Hey, uh, I'm throwing up all over the place. I need new bedding." And I had to make the bed below me again, over again. <laughs> I didn't know what to do, and oh man! And then I couldn't leave the bathroom that whole time. I basically uh, was at the. I paid a night's stay at that hostel just for. I was. I rented a toilet rather than a bunk. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Probably would have given me a discount. <laughs> hey, I don't need a, I don't need a bed or anything. Can you just rent me a fucking throne? Yeah, that's that's a lot. Um, I was at Liz's house when I got food poisoning, and um, it was pretty bad. What sound effect is that? Hmm? There's nothing. I didn't have the the volume up. It's crickets. Why you play crickets for me? (laughs) (laughs) I don't like that. (laughs) Turn it down. Turn that shit off. 
But yeah, I got food poisoning at Liz's house, uh-huh. and it's because I was uh, eating oysters. Right. But right. they weren't f- from Liz. They were from your job, right? Mm-hmm. Right. So the job you worked at gave you food poisoning. Yeah. You gave yourself food poisoning. Yeah. That's atrocious. I was making the and oysters and I eat and your food them. too. It's nothing I can do. I didn't order the I fucking your, bad You're gonna oysters. give me the food poisoning. No, oh. Kirk. The more seafood you eat, the more exposed you are to food poisoning. No, I understand. Yeah, seafood goes bad. Its expiration is that shit goes bad really quick. Oh man. So we've been getting on the. Well, I have. You've you've only watched a couple parts of episodes with me but Gordon Ramsay's 24 hours to hell and back mm-hmm. I love it Do you? it's so cheesy and gross mm-hmm. the first half hour of the show is just him it's like they're talking to the people and then he's like whenever whenever I show up people people shape up so I gotta go in into disguise <laughs> <laughs> Stupid disguises, and it's like why is Gordon Ramsay wearing a wig? Like, and then they give him like a fake nose. They give him fake noses and fake cheeks, and then he's like, "They're never gonna see me like this." And it's like, oh, that's Gordon Ramsay with the mustache. (laughs) (laughs) And then then they always like overdo it too. That not only do they change his face, they also like make him wear like an obnoxious like costume. Like there was one where he had like dressed like a rock star yeah like a rock star and then there was one where he was like a revolutionary general mm-hmm. like taking on which i don't I, you think that because he looked like a, a person in the revolutionary war but an american like not a red coat which is his heritage you know like i don't you think, think they thought you think it that he, far i think you that think it he was, was like you think he was like oh, i can't wear this <laughs> but the guys that he had come in are probably popular in that town right like there's somewhere in the town where people know who they are for them not to because in any other restaurant and you walk in like that people are like what the fuck is they doing yeah but no one seemed to care they just thought it was normal Mm -hmm. but they have those little they have in certain towns they have little shit like that mascots outside of buildings and but they was for real talking about the Revolution, like they knew all about it. Yeah. So like, what the fuck do they do? Uh-huh. And uh and he goes in there and every every restaurant's the worst worst restaurant somehow. Somehow they pick just the worst every time. Well it's the ones that ask for help. They write in and ask for to be on it. Mm-hmm. And they pick through. And they're like, Oh wow. But they're And he threw an apple at a dude mm-hmm. and the apple was so like rotted, it mm-hmm. just splattered on him. <laughs> he just walked out. He didn't he even know what to do. He just walked out. He just walked right out of there. He was like, oh. No, that's disrespectful. Oh. Get the fuck out of my place. Huh? I don't need your help, I don't bitch. need you. Get these cameras out of here. I don't agree to this. You don't throw an apple at me. Yeah. A spoiled apple. You have to wonder what, what's going on through people's heads. You know, they, they realize that they're on television and people act differently whenever they're on camera, you mm. know. But at the same time, it's... Like Gordon Ramsay in his regular life ain't going around throwing apples on people. Yeah, how much? How much do I need the help of this man? You know, who's mm-hmm. who is? He, when it all comes down to it, he has to make a show. 
It is. He television. has to make a show, but you yeah. got your shit remodeled. Mm-hmm. He helped you with a menu and showed you how to cook it. Right. He told you what staff member this. He basically for the says. Restaurant. He basically says, "This is what I would do, and I'm going to give you the tools, mm-hmm. and you take the reins, and that's it." But the things he's telling them are common sense shit. Right. Yeah. Like, why is all your employees? Why is your employees in the kitchen like? Rapping like, yeah, fuck that bitch shit. Like, somebody, and y'all all know he like that? hmm Somebody go get him. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, how can you let that slide? Well, I mean, in people's defense, Gordon Ramsay basically became popular because of the way he talks. Mm-hmm. The way he cusses at people. hmm The way he insults them. Like, he's doing the same thing, only he does it on the television. hmm <laughs> So it's kind of, it's a little hypocritical, mm-hmm. you know? But, I don't know. It's interesting. It's fun to watch. I never, I never got into it, and I know he's been on, he's, he's had shows for, what, 20 years? hmm But I never got into it, and he showed me the first season of Hell's Kitchen, I think. No, uh, Kitchen Nightmares. Mm-hmm. And I was like, yeah, that's fun. But That shit is I, funny, too. This, and the two twins at the pizza place yeah. when he see them. Yeah. Tweedledee and Tweedledum. That yeah. was so funny. They were crying the whole damn They're time. Like, I can't. They, they had this uh, uh, refrigerator <laughs> that had a bunch of like mold on it. <laughs> and the dude was trying to clean it. And it, he's like, it's just spreading. <laughs> he's, like, he's, he's like, I can't even clean. <laughs> he said, I can't do nothing. And he's crying. He's like, I can't do nothing. I can't even clean. It's just getting darker. <laughs> As if his like bodily emotions are like making more mold. Like, <laughs> he's like, I'm just wiping it everywhere. He was just defeated. Oh, man. That's... Crazy, Gordon. Gordon. Oh man, maybe we can. Maybe we can. Uh, I was talking the to my buddy. The thing is, all that gum under their fucking table. Oh, no yeah. one stuck that there. That shit was there already. Uh huh. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's what a lot of people say. They're like, no, that wasn't like that. You put you people put that there, which they might have. You don't know. Not that gum. That that shit yeah. looked fucking years. It's true, but <laughs> you don't know what the producers did before they. No, that's Pop true. in there with cameras. But it is so entertaining, though. Mm-hmm. And man, he's got such good hair. Yeah. Oh, you know what I would do to do to have hair like that? What would you do? I don't know. I don't know what I'd do. I'd do a lot of crazy things. Skydive without a parachute, maybe. <laughs> I don't know. Ultimatum. Dude. Give me an ultimatum. Do this or... Not have Gordon Ramsay's. You, I have to do this to get Gordon Ramsay's hair. Give me an ultimatum. You gotta um, to get Gordon Ramsay's hair. Yeah, I have uh, to get his hair. What do I have to do? You gonna have to eat that fermented egg. Uh, that balut. Yeah, you gotta eat that. I gotta eat balut. Yeah. Do you eat the chicken? You gotta eat it all. You gotta eat the whole chicken? You gotta eat all. Sometimes they got like feathers already coming up. I know. I don't know. And it smells. Yeah. I'll do it. Just one? Yeah. I only have to do one? I have to do two. I'm doing, if I get Gordon's Ramsay, <laughs> that's me eating that little chicken fetus. <laughs> I'm getting it. 
I would eat that rotten balut. Don't they bury it? Or is that kimchi? They bury I'm not it. even sure. I don't know. But I I would never try. I'm not uh no. Absolutely. Yeah, not. put some Franks on there. It's probably great. Shit, if I'm hungry, I enough, like I, I like Franks would. on eggs and I like Franks on chicken. So I probably like Franks on half grown chicken fetus. Yeah. Imagine so. Oh yeah. Give it to me. Give it sometimes to me, they don't have um, the sometimes they don't get that far to where the little chickens yeah, you it's just like it. a, like an eye. Yeah, like just like a, like a, a single you only see eye, like a little piece you. of it. Yeah, or like a foot. But it'd be little bones and got stuff. a little claw. Yeah, like just like <laughs> started growing from the feet first. Think about that. Like, oh my god, they eat everything. People eat everything. I know it's crazy. You eat what you get. Yeah. What's um. What's your favorite candy? My favorite candy? Like candy bar? Mm-hmm. Uh, What's really... the best candy bar in the world? Those Hershey's cookies were really good. Yeah. Yeah, I really like those. The mint. The mint was good. The peanut butter was good. But I, I like it so much. I got to stay away from it. Mm-hmm. <sighs> It's so good. I gotta. I gotta and what's the it. what's the worst candy? Uh, the worst candy. Mm-hmm. Uh, I would say the worst candy ever. Maybe circus peanuts. Circus peanuts. Yeah. Or candy corn. Yes. Yeah, no. I don't. I don't want no candy corn. I've eaten a lot of fucking candy corn in my day. I know, but it's gross. It's not good, but it's not the. But worst. you know what is like? You know what is the most desirable piece of candy that people don't like realize? What? Like they like it so much until like they get it, and then they're like, "Oh, the white stick on Fun Dip." Oh, like the white stick is the best part of the Fun Dip. And people are like, ah, oh, they're just like eating the white stick on a fun dip and they dip it in. But once you're all out of the dip, you don't mind eating the stick on its own. I never liked the stick. <sighs> it's fucking disgusting. I like it. Ew. I think it's like I think it's like it's like a secret agent of like candy. It's like, hey, I'm here and I know you enjoy me, but nobody actually like thinks about it. You know? I really like Twizzlers too. I like Twizzlers. Twizzlers are good. I like pulling peel cherries. Do you know what I, I like think black, is crazy? Black Twizzlers, black licorice Twizzlers. Oh, those are the oh, worst. I, I fucking those. hate it. So I hate, good. Hate that shit. Uh, Almond Joy, absolutely not. Can't do an Almond Joy. New York peppermint patty. Uh, I'm, uh. I don't really care for the Almond Joy. I I, I do prefer. I I prefer mounds though. I'll eat some mounds. No, no mounds. I'll eat all the mounds. It. Hey, I'll be like, hey. You got the blue or the red? Take the red. Let me eat What'd that you mound. Think that, oh, what was I going to say first? I was going to say, you know how marketable Big Chew was when it came Big out? Big League Chew? Yeah. Yeah. Isn't I that do. crazy? People were like, yeah, I'm like the baseball players. I'm like the baseball players. And then they had cards, too. That was the thing. Uh, they don't really do that too much anymore. They have, like, collectibles and stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, baseball cards had, like, a, a stick of gum in them. 
Mm-hmm. And that was like the sell. Mm-hmm. You know, you can get these cards and then they also got a stick of gum. Well, Big League Chew was putting cards in there too, I believe. So, but we, I remember that they came out with like flavors of Big League Chew. Like mm-hmm. a sour apple and yeah. a grape. Yep. Oh! But it tastes just like uh, bubble tape. And then the flavor don't last very long. Yeah, it's like 30 seconds. You got to keep putting it. You know how much sugar I put in my mouth just to get more flavor of gum? Fruit Stripe. Oh, man. That shit go bad so quick. Get some Fruit Stripe gum, and you're like, yeah, that tastes so good. And then two seconds later, it's gone. But, man, it was great gum. Yeah. (sighs) Yeah, that one was a good one for sure. That and then Bubblicious came out. When I was in middle school, like all oh, the kids were like cotton candy Bubblicious? Fucking blowing big ass bubbles in the hallway in middle school. What are you doing? Bloop. <laughs> I couldn't blow bubbles anymore because it would get all over my beard. You know that's why people can't uh uh chew gum. They don't like you to chew gum in professional kitchens. Because you blow bubbles? Yeah. <laughs> you popping bubbles over the food. They're like, "What the fuck are you doing?" Over there making salad, and you're just here, pop, pop, <laughs> and then spit fly out on yeah. the food. And they like, and pe- and it's a thing in the restaurant industry. Mm-hmm. You can't be chewing gum. When That's I worked crazy. at Rose, we couldn't have gum at all mm-hmm. because people was blowing bubbles. And the chef be like, what the fuck? Oh, That's hilarious. When I was in Texas, I, we couldn't chew gum at, at the country club either. The chef would have fired us on the spot if he saw us popping bubbles. Right. Not fucking playing. Or in he California. He ain't playing. Mm-mm. He ain't playing right here no more. No. So, isn't that crazy? It's just like a natural thing people do with gum. People like to pop bubbles. Mm-hmm. That's it. People can't help it. They can't help it, so. <laughs> I think that the best candy bar is a zero bar. <sighs> best one. And a worst candy. I feel like I just look at the, the. I don't know what a zero bar is. It's like nougat. It's nougat and white chocolate. Like I, when I see a zero bar. A I, of Armoretto. I, I think of mint because it's so silver. Mm-hmm. And I feel I, I think of like a a cool blast. No, but it's not. It's something completely different. So I don't like a I don't like a zero bar because I think it should be like a like a peppermint patty. You know, like that's what I think that it should. I think if I bite into that, I should taste the York peppermint patty. Yeah. No, I but you don't. I understand that. I just used to. That was my mom's favorite candy bar. So she kind of passed it down to us. One of the favorite things I ever made back when I was a dessert extraordinaire mm-hmm. was homemade peppermint patties. Amazing. I was so good at it. Yeah. Super good. All it is is like sugar and like condensed milk. And I heated up milk with some mint in it. And I took the mint out and then added the sugar. And then you turns into a paste. Mm-hmm. And then you cool it. And then you put the chocolate on it. Voila. I was a confectioner, Carmen. <laughs> you don't give me the credit I deserve. You like desserts. I do. I do. I hate that I do, but I do. You got some 
see, here's here's my problem. This is my problem, and it's something that I've dealt with my whole life. <laughs> and I will continue to deal with my whole life. You got some hostess birthday cake. Is that what it's called? What mm-hmm. is it? It's birthday cake uh, cakes. You got it. It's basically like a zebra, a zebra cake, yeah, but like sweeter. Mm-hmm. And... I haven't opened it. Haven't even tried it yet. And I probably won't for like a month. And you're gonna you're gonna be like, why? Well, I actually wanna go eat one now. <laughs> <laughs> You'll be like, why did I get this stuff and you don't ever eat it? But when I do, it's gone. That's it. It's over. It's all gonna be gone. Control yourself. I can't. I can't do well, it. Well, I got you the I got um Cause I never like eat the cheese and crackers like that. I gotta be in, in a mood for it. But I, I bought them to see if it'd be something that you could take to lunch. Additionally, mm-hmm. and do you like those? Yeah, they're fun. Yeah, see, though they're not as crazy. You can eat those and feel a little bit better about yourself than mm-hmm. eating eight fucking <laughs> little birthday cakes. Mm-hmm. And it comes two in a pack. Yeah. Yeah, it's a lot. <laughs> if I if I open the box and just eat one, you gonna have to eat the other one with me. No, you gotta eat it all yourself. No. Yeah, that's all you. <laughs> See, oh, man. yeah, I'm sweating. Are you? Are you sweating? No, I'm so I'm sweaty right now. I feel it. It's getting my headphones. That's so crazy. Our air conditioner like turns off for five minutes and it's just like instant heat rush. We were down to 72 degrees. It's already 78 and it's climbing. (laughs) It doesn't stop. It's only been half an hour. And we have a basement apartment. So imagine the people above us that don't. What are we going to do? If they don't have air conditioning, Mm -hmm. they're pretty screwed. (laughs) That's oh no, that's a lot. It's a lot. But you grew up with air conditioner, right? With AC. Yeah, central I, air. I can't. Maybe there was an apartment we had at some point that didn't have it. But mm-hmm. I feel for the most part we were always comfortable. Yeah, us too. Then went out to California. <laughs> went out to Catalina. And it was hot. Oh, so hot. Mm-hmm. It didn't stop. It was just hot. But it was dry. Here, it's so humid. I feel, feel the wetness on you. I feel that moisture. Dude, and you said you wish you would have picked up a little. See, in your room on Catalina, you could have got the, they have air conditioners. They're not like this. They're ones to sit on the table. They're like 20, 30 bucks. And they just sit on the table. And no, like, they didn't have that back then. I know, but but they got them now. Now they have it. Yeah. yeah. You could have got one of those for your... That would have been I perfect. Like how, something this big would have been too much, maybe. No, I think it would have been perfect. But... They wouldn't have probably let you have it. No, you just got to be secret of it. Put a blanket over it. How are they going to know? Because they're going to get your packages before you. They don't know. They gonna you gotta be like, tell them. You gotta be like, hey, don't touch it. 
I mean, if it comes in a box, though, like this one came in. This one, was this one in the air? It was just in a brown box, right? No, it had labels on it. Oh, shit. Yeah, no sneaky sneaky. Mm-hmm. Well, you would have got caught. Yeah. That's all right. <laughs> I could take it. I can take the cotchness. The cotness. Yeah, but if you would have got the ones they have now, the little one, mm-hmm. that would have been perfect for your room. Right. Yeah, then your room would be the place to go. They'd still shut you down. Yeah. Like, hell no. Nah. Something's room... going on up there. Yeah, they'd be like, go hang out with Kirk. He got the air conditioning. He's got something going on up there. It'd be so many people in there still be hot. Yeah, I'd have to rent out rent out spaces. Mm-hmm. Be like, hey, guys, it's $5 a night. <laughs> You can you get, hang out to this time. You can hang out until nine, and then you gotta go. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta go. Five dollars a night. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's a fair price. I don't like too many people in and out of my personal space because mm-hmm. people take things. Yeah. People see things and they want it and they take it. They do. There was a there was a guy that lived on Catalina with us, and he. He took like the weirdest stuff from people, but he took a, he was about to leave and he took a ton of stuff. Like he took a, a Mexican flag from a dude. Like the dude wasn't even Mexican. Like, why'd he take it? You mm-hmm. know, like, and, and the guy was like, there's a flag missing from my room. It's not like he missed it. Mm-hmm. Like, he walked in his room and he said, oh, look, somebody stole my flag. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, that's crazy. Why are people so shitty like that? I don't know. It's I think it's a combination of things. Sometimes people don't grow up with anything. Mm-hmm. That could be it. If you grow up as a kid and you watch other kids around you have all these things and you don't have it, what do you do? You start taking so you fit you in. Take it. Yeah. I went to school with this kid. What did he do? This kid and. Stop! <laughs> I don't like that one. But I went to school with him, and um, we we're in elementary school, so maybe eight years old at the time. He used to steal everybody's shit. Mm-hmm. And when you're a kid, like he's putting it in his locker, and he thinks he's like sneaking and getting away with it. He's putting it in his locker and then putting it in his backpack at the end of the day, right? And walking out with it. Mm-hmm. But the adults found out that it was him so quick. Because mm-hmm. this kid's like you ate. You're not a, outsmarting an adult. They yeah. see a little ass running it. around doing shit. They see it. <laughs> yeah. And he thought he was hiding it, hiding it in his locker. Mm-hmm. And then the principal and everybody came to his locker. And he had the big crayon set, the 64 one with the mm-hmm. pencil sharpener. Pencil sharpener in the back. That was the last straw. When this girl crayons got stolen, her mom came up to that school and was like, my daughter had a 64 box of crayons. Yeah. Y'all better fucking find who took them. You better take it. I paid. And they like, we I know Dion ain't got no money. Fifty for it. Yeah. And, and they, the school knew. Like that school, the principal was a fucking, mm-hmm. she was a crazy fucking bitch. She was mean. But she knew all the students individually. Like everybody in the school, she pretty much knew them. Like she took the time with all the students. The principal did. Like we knew her personally. She talked to everybody, and she knew his ass didn't have no damn sixty-four pack of crayons. Mm-hmm. Isn't it weird? Like the weird things that they try to they try to sell sell people. Like 
Like you, you want those crayons. Like why, if I have an eight pack of crayons, Is do it? I not need a sharpener? But you're like, <laughs> but everybody's like, oh, you had the crayons with the pencil sharpener in it, you know? Mm-hmm. Like why? They put that in there to sell it. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. Like, but they, it. But what they don't realize is. At school, when you do that, you make it competitive for the kids. Because right. some kids can't afford that. Now they go to school, they're the kids that they only got the eight-pack. Damn, your mom is on welfare. When we were younger, they had uh, they had those markers where if you went over it with another marker, it would change mm-hmm. colors. Remember those? Mm-hmm. It would be like pink, and then you'd go over it, and it would mm-hmm. be like light baby blue. Mm-hmm. Well... I had taken all of my markers because I didn't have a set like that. But I took all my markers and I changed the caps with the bodies of a different marker. <laughs> and I had a lot of markers. My mother was in the arts and crafts, so she would always get like a good set of markers or a mm-hmm. good set of pencils or colored pencils or whatever. Mm-hmm. And so I had a lot of colors. And all these kids are like, oh, he's got all those colors. Can I use this color, this color, this color? And so then all my markers were everywhere. And then all the kids were like, well, where's the color change marker? And I was like, color change marker? I don't have a color change marker. And they were like, what? So all of their stuff was the wrong color. <laughs> because they thought that they were going to be able to go over with the other marker and mm-hmm. make it the color of the lid. Mm-hmm. But I didn't have that set of markers. I just wanted to, to you know, make it more colorful and have different lids. Mm-hmm. And then this one little girl. And we're in like the second grade. It's not like we were like super old. But this girl, she was angry already. Angry with life in the second grade. <laughs> uh, I can't believe it. Why is she so angry already in life? What are you angry? She's like, well, you need to switch those back because we didn't know. <laughs> my fault you know first of all you didn't ask you know i was just like i can't stand it why are you so mad at me use your own markers in second grade though you probably didn't even know what to say i was like oh yeah you're probably just like this girl just yelled at me she's yelling at me (laughs) miss eckhart miss eckhart stop her (laughs) That's super funny. Yeah. Yeah. We had the 64 pack at home. Right. But my dad was like, like why the fuck would you bring 64 you crayons to school? Yeah, you like, you don't need crayons. that shit. Right. <laughs> you don't need an Indian red at school? Yeah, he like, you just need the basic colors. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, the big case was at home for us to use. That starts to teach kids at a young age, like, put the fucking colors back in the way that they're supposed to go. Like, clean up after yourself. Yeah, because, first of all, what kid wants to pick up 86 crayons? <laughs> Sorry, 64. How did I get 86? 64 crayons. A lot of fucking crayons. You got That's crayons every fucking And you got to pick them up, and you're a little kid, and you're like, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you got to tell them. Um, I remember, um, my friend from the neighborhood, his, uh, niece, she would eat her food. And at the time she had to be about 
maybe six, seven, mm-hmm. and she would eat her food, and then she'd be like, done. And she just get up and walk and go play. And he like, ah, get back here. Come, yeah, here come empty this fucking food. plate. Yeah. <laughs> what you, like. How dare you. How dare you just how do that. dare you. <laughs> it's atrocious. And I'm like, well, she only six. He's like, uh-uh. She fucking big enough to pour cereal in the bowl. She can empty that fucking plate. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was like, that's so funny. Right. Because she's just used to somebody doing it for yeah. her. Why Why should she do it? Yeah. You have to change those habits at a young age. Yeah. Because we got into that habit. Like, my mom did the laundry all the time. So. Yeah, you still don't know how to do laundry. We just used to throw our laundry downstairs in the laundry room. Yeah. And then she'd take care of it. Mm-hmm. She had to be washing so much, so many clothes. Yeah. Well, all of us. Mm-hmm. Like, think about just us two. And we have at least three, four loads. Right? A week? Yeah. Yeah, I'd say that's about right. Yeah. Yeah. So she was doing that for six but you have years. But you have to realize that I'm, I'm a big man. Mm-hmm. You can't wash as many clothes as my, as, of mine as you can, a little tiny Carmen, Carmen Johnson. Yeah, that's little, true. Six-year-old Carmen Johnson. It's still a lot of clothes, though. Yeah, it's, it's her, my dad, and then she got all these fucking kids. Like, a lot of people don't realize. like, And that's not, that's when how you go she's on vacation, blankets, too. You go on vacation, and people got a big big suitcase, mm-hmm. or a little suitcase. I'm only fitting another one, one pair of jeans in there, <laughs> and like three shirts. Mm-hmm. No socks and underwear for it. <laughs> I ain't bringing a lot of clothes. <laughs> Take up too much space. Mm-hmm. It's rough. <laughs> well, you could just pack better and just, you can still fit that shit in. You choose to pack the way you do. What do you mean? I pack, I bring everything that I need to. No, but I bring Have, extra stuff for you. You've packed with me before, and you never need to. You've packed with you've me You've used some underwear and socks that I've brought you. Have I? Yeah. Wow. Well, you didn't bring enough, and I know that, so I'll pack some for you. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Miss Thoughtful over there. Not Miss Thoughtful. Thoughtful. You, you ain't going to be just walking around stinking. Stink? <laughs> what, what if it's a day where it's super hot outside and you're sweating and everything? You didn't mm-hmm. sweat it through all your clothes. You're like, damn. Damn. Stop. <laughs> sweat. I need more under. Now you're going to have to go wash your underwear out in yeah. the sink. You know how crazy that is to no, go on I've vacation? Never, I've never done that before. I don't think I would either. That's crazy. What you going to do? Put them back on? Yeah, you just wear them inside out. Oh, yeah. The outside's clean. Great. That's what Gary <laughs> with the T says? What? He uh, he said he it takes too much work to put on new underwear every day. Mm-hmm. He just take them off and put them on the floor, and then he pick them up the next morning and put them back on. What? And he was like, I smell them first. Right. And he was like, if they don't stink, then child, put them back on. Yeah. And they was like, you have bowel movements every day. He was mm-hmm. like, I don't. And he was like, every most people have them a few times a day. And he right. was like, not me, child. Mm-hmm. Then he said, well... I wear, uh, I don't wear no white underwear. 
I wore oh. the colored underwear. So you can't see the street. Like, yeah. And then Rinky Smiley was like, no, the brat was like, it's still on there. Whatever was on the white ones are on the colored ones. Mm-hmm. And he was like, but I can't see it, child. Yeah. Because you know, those white underwear tell all your business. Oh, uh, <laughs> they do, though. They're like, oh, I know. It's like, it's like mysteriously, there comes an age when you're a little boy. And then all of a sudden, it's like right whenever you have to start changing in front of other kids, mm-hmm. like in middle school, like mm-hmm. before gym class, all of a sudden, everybody's wearing colored underwear. Mm-hmm. Like, what happened? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so then then that puts you into the thing as like, oh, look at that guy. He's still in his whitey tidies. So then you got it. Well, this is what happened to me. And then you're like, oh, everybody else is wearing... Wearing nothing, they're not wearing the whitey tidies. They got colors, and I got these whitey tidies, and they make fun of me for it. <laughs> so then I had to steal some underwear. <laughs> Did you? <laughs> no, no. Did your parents take you to get some un- underwear with oh, color? Yeah, yeah, they gave me some colors. Yeah, yeah. My Jesus dad didn't Christ. quite. My dad didn't quite understand the the boxer brief movement back then. Mm-hmm. Uh, because it was apparently something new. But yeah, they moved me up. I gained some status. You got some boxers. I got some boxer briefs, and now it's all good to go. Yeah, well, that's good. Yeah. <laughs> I guess that's pretty good. Yeah, you can't have whitey tidies changing in school. I, no, not one, forever. No one actually thinks about that. I guess, but I guess if you in school and you got granny panties on, mm-hmm. then the kids will talk about you. Yeah. But you should be wearing granny panties in middle school. Mm-hmm. Why would you be wearing anything else? Right. But middle school's right when the girls were starting to wear thongs. That's slutty, though. That's, where, that's when that's I That's 11, 12, and 13. That's what I remember. I remember. And then Oprah was like... You realize how young that is? 11, 12, and 13? I remember Oprah had this little girl on there, and she liked to wear thongs. And she was like, I like to wear this thong. And she's like, I'm going to wear this thong on Tuesday. And Oprah was like... Why do you like to wear thongs? And the girl was like, they're comfortable. And Oprah made that Oprah face of disgust. You know the one? She's like, mm-hmm. <laughs> She's like, Ugh. <laughs> it was so- Oprah was very expressive, you know? She's just like, remember? And today we're going to talk to Carmen Johnson. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. I think that if you're a parent and you knowingly let your 12-year-old child wear thongs, mm-hmm. but I would assume a lot of kids sneak right. and get them from other places them and wear somewhere. them, change and wear them in school. Mm-hmm. Because if you're a parent who knowingly let your 12-year-old child wear thongs and show it in school, right, that's a problem. Mm-hmm. Like maybe you, you're like, oh, hey, Dad, we're going out with some girls to the mall. Going to do some shopping. And then you're like, oh, I got to hide this thong. But it shows up in the laundry. Yeah. Right? And then, Maybe. And then Maybe there's always, she's not washing there's it. There's that always always that scene, like, you know, of the of the father, the the, the unknowledgeable father. And he, like, he like touches sees the laundry. He, he, sees he sees the thong in, in the laundry. Mm-hmm. He's, like, holding it up. And he's like, ooh. And then he goes to his wife and he's like, hey, honey, I found your underwear. And she's like, oh, no, that's your daughter's. And he's like, oh! Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. He's like, oh, no. Oh, I failed as a father. 
<laughs> because, like, you don't want to put it out there like that. Like, everybody say that, like, uh, women should be allowed to dress the way that they want yeah. and not be harassed right. because of it. Mm-hmm. But you know people are here harassing, That's, so you can't yeah. wear that. Yeah. It's, it's, it sucks that you can't. But let's get down to the root of it. Why are you wearing that. Why are you wearing? Well, uh, you know the the because it look pretty. Yeah, the, that's the common that's the common thing. Is it makes me feel good. If it makes it you makes f- me feel pretty and it makes me feel good. It makes you feel Body pretty. Positive. Yeah, to show your uh, your underwear. Yeah, it's underwear for a goddamn reason. It's supposed to be underneath your goddamn clothes. Hey, it's just trying to make a debut. <laughs> it just I don't know. I, you wearing it because you want people to look at it, right? Because if you didn't care well, about I mean, people looking at you, and show you're it. some some woman with the you know the the thong up by up on your high hips, and you know like going to the concert in your tube top. I've never actually seen this, but you know I've heard stories of <laughs> girls that are dressed like that in their tight jeans, and then they got the thong up on the hips, and they're like, wow. Mm-hmm. But I think I think. And what are you doing that for? For people to look at it. It makes you feel good. But you want people to look because right. you don't show it if you don't want people to look. Right. Yeah. And that's an easy thing to not pull all the way up there like that. You know what I mean? So you're doing it because you want people to see it. Maybe you're asking for attention and then you surprise when you get negative attention. Uh-huh. Bitches be dumb. We, we've got to go here. But maybe we should try to get somebody on the phone, some some thong wearer. Get somebody on the phone to... Explain this thong business for us. We got to talk to Haley. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe. Yeah. But we got to get down to the bottom of this. Yeah. Need an explanation. So mm-hmm. Yeah. It's a yeah, tough one. I think so, too. We could do do something. Maybe get a call on that for a little bit later. Yeah. Talk to somebody. Yeah. Get it all figured out. Mm-hmm. Sounds good. But <laughs> I think that does us for today. Yeah? You yeah. hot? I'm hot. We're about to hit an hour. You Just know that we sound extremely struggly. We are struggly. You like we the last three podcasts? Nah, you're yeah, like, I'm, I'm, oh I'm my god, it's so hot. fucking hot. It's too hot. Oh my god, because yeah. you know you Well actually <laughs> with David's episode, we didn't actually get to that part because I I uh didn't hit record when he came back on the line. Mm-hmm. We were talking to him and he's like, Oh, pause for a second and then I, I turned off the the system and then I didn't hit record again. Or I like I, I recorded the pause and then when I hit record I I stopped the recording. Mm-hmm. So we didn't actually get him. He had a nice little uh sign off there that we didn't really get to oh, sorry david mm-hmm. but we'll get him back on at some point yeah yeah be nice to but talk yeah to yeah again. we were talking to dan also it was hot because it's hot i'm hot mm-hmm. i can't stand it i'm about to freak out right now <laughs> you need to calm down <laughs> all right well i guess this is the end um if you have any comments or any suggestions for us um Write us at sweetgravypod at gmo.com. And that's it. Thanks for listening. Enjoy.